Welcome to the Quit Vaping Podcast, the podcast designed to make you a non-listener. In this show, I'm not going to scare you away from a life of vaping. What I am going to do is show you just how good your life can be without it. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to the Quit Vaping Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Andrew Cipriano, and today I hope it's the last episode that you have to listen to. So I don't know if you guys know me from my other social media, from my Instagram or whatever, my TikTok. It's Life Coach Andrew, but I was doing a live today and I often do TikTok lives. It's like how I do my marketing and get out there and meet people. And somebody asked me a question about vaping and I went through my normal spiel like, hey, this is how you quit. This is, you know, just basic information. If you want help, go to the podcast. And I had a light bulb moment. So it's so funny when you're doing this work or anything in life and you've done something a million times before, there's just going to be random times where you get like a light bulb and something connects in your mind that has never connected before. And I'm like, holy crap, I have to go make an episode about this. So I wrote it down and we're here. So hopefully this is going to be the last episode you have to listen to today because it's going to be freaking fire. I don't know. I couldn't hit that high note, but I tried. All right. So when it comes to desire, I want to talk about desire a little bit today and just where our desire for nicotine comes from in the first place. So many people start vaping or they start smoking or they use nicotine and they don't actually know why they're doing it. So as you guys know, there's two things that you need to understand if you're going to quit vaping forever. You have to understand the belief systems beyond vaping. And you have to learn how to process your emotions so that you don't need nicotine to do that for you. So, and remember, urges are emotions. So today we're going to talk about desire. Why do you have a desire to use nicotine? And this is really interesting. Um, did you guys know that you don't actually have a natural desire to use nicotine? Like without nicotine in your life, you never need it. It's completely like useless substance. It doesn't actually add value to your life. There's absolutely no reason to use nicotine in your life that's ever going to serve you. And you could completely get by fine without ever touching it. So if that's true, which it is, you don't need nicotine at all, then why do you have a desire to use it? And this is where I want to talk about today. Did you guys know that desire is actually learned? Boom. That blew my mind when I learned that. Desire is something we learn. There are people who have no desire for nicotine, and the reason is because they have not been taught to desire it. The same with healthy and unhealthy eating, right? There are people who don't desire to eat fast food because they haven't been trained and they choose not to believe thoughts that desire it. So remember guys, desire is learned. And what that means is that desire comes from your thoughts. Remember when you have an urge, an urge is actually created from a thought that has preceded it. For example, I want nicotine. Nicotine helps with anxiety. Nicotine feels really good. So without those thoughts, without being taught those thoughts when we're young and by modeling and watching the people around us, we would have no desire for nicotine. So the only reason that you have a desire for nicotine is because you have been taught to desire it. That's nuts, but it makes sense because obviously nicotine isn't food. Like you need food to live. So obviously we have a natural desire for food. So that's kind of tricky. So I coach differently on food than I would on nicotine because nicotine is a substance you absolutely never need to touch or need. And people, when I tell them I have no desire for nicotine, they don't understand why. They're like, how did you use nicotine for seven years? Well, nine years, you vape for seven and now you have no desire to use it. It doesn't make sense to me. And the reason it doesn't make sense to them is because they don't understand how desire works. When you don't believe that you need nicotine in your life, when I actually right now don't believe it's going to serve me that I want it, I actually have no desire for it because desire comes from your thoughts. I genuinely don't have any thoughts attached to me to nicotine. Now, I was taught all these thoughts growing up and so were you guys, right? The people around you probably smoke cigarettes and people around me definitely did. I was taught that nicotine was really good. My whole family taught me that. In addition, I was surrounded by advertisements, right? I think I brought it up before, but Juul made, I think they made three to $8 billion or some ridiculous number. I can't remember the exact number, but they made that much money in 2018, I think, off of predatorily 
advertising to kids to make them think that that juuling is cool. So what they're teaching all the tobacco companies, all the nicotine companies, all the alcohol companies, all the gambling companies, all the porn companies, what they're teaching you is to desire what they're selling so that they can make a lot of money. And again, I'm not anti-nicotine. Like I vaped for seven years. It, it had a time and place in my life because of my addiction. I'm actually at the place now where I can help you guys through it so that I found meaning in my own addiction. But what I want to offer is that it's completely a learned desire. Really think about that. Why do you vape? And really think about the answer you give me. Any answer you have to the question, why do you vape, is going to be something that is taught to you, that has been taught to you on why you vape. And this work, life coaching, is all about questioning the beliefs that we have in our heads and deciding whether or not we want to keep believing them. If you can change your beliefs about nicotine, which, (laughs) by the way, you can, that's exactly what I help people do, then you can actually quit vaping forever with no desire at all. Because the desire you have for nicotine is solely based off of the beliefs that you've been taught about nicotine. And the beliefs that you've been taught about nicotine ultimately came from the companies that want to sell you nicotine. Nicotine has no place in your life. The only reason it feels good is because it releases dopamine when you use it. That's it. Well, you know what's so funny is there's a lot of things that release dopamine when you use it. Exercise, eating healthy, making a podcast, checking, like getting a goal, checking a a check mark off of a goal that you're doing, getting clients in your business, kissing a girl or a boy (laughs) or whoever. There's so many things that release dopamine. Nicotine is one of them, but it's completely unnecessary to get your source of dopamine from nicotine. So I really want you guys to think about this today. Like, you do not have a natural desire for nicotine. We as human beings are not born into this world needing a cigarette or needing a vape. But as we're conditioned, and what I mean by conditioned is as we're told what to believe about nicotine, we form desire. And the problem with adults who are vaping who don't want to be vaping, right, who do want to quit, is that they don't understand that what they believe about vaping is completely fictitious. It's completely false. It's been sold to you and you believed it. And you probably believed it in an age where you couldn't choose whether or not what you wanted to believe was optional. So I want to offer this too. As we're growing older, as kids, we really can't identify what we believe and figure that out. Like we don't have the cognitive ability to choose what we want to believe and actually think about our own beliefs. This is a skill called metacognition. As you get older and your brain starts to develop in your teenage years, you start to have the ability to actually think critically about the world, abstract think, and question what it is you believe about your life. You really can't do that when you're really young. So what happens is we form all these beliefs about nicotine when we're young. And then as adults, we still have them, but the problem is that we're completely unaware that we have them. It's not that we don't, that we don't have the ability to change them as adults. We always do. It's that we don't know they're there in the first place. And we don't know that we can, that we, we don't know that there's beliefs there that need to be changed. That's the problem. So when it comes to quitting vaping, the most important thing you can do is to identify your belief systems and question them from a completely neutral place. Like I'm not telling you what to believe. I'm not going to tell you that this belief is better for you in your life. You're going to tell me that. And that is what is so cool about being a life coach is that I get to have people come to me and I don't have to know what's best for you. You get to tell me what's best for you. And then I get to show you what beliefs are currently creating your results. And you get to decide if you want to hold on to those beliefs or not. If you're vaping and you don't want to be vaping, you have to question your beliefs about nicotine. I know on the last episode, I told you guys, my dad went back to smoking cigarettes. It's because he never questioned his beliefs. He quit with willpower. He forced himself to quit, not understanding why he wanted to use where his desire was coming from to begin with. And now he's smoking again and it'll probably kill him. And also I say that with love, guys. Like, I'm a coach. I talk about the hard shit. Like, cigarettes are going to probably take years off my dad's life and probably give him some horrible issues he's got to work through. Like, he already has a horrible smoker's cough and, like, it's not healthy. It's not working for him. He doesn't look good for his age. Like, it's it's not a good situation. So I say that with love, but we're allowed to have these hard conversations, right? <laughs> so when it comes to nicotine, recognize the only reason you have desire for nicotine is because you've been taught to believe things that create desire for nicotine. That is it. 
your thoughts create desire. And it's a little bit different with food, right? So people are like, well, your thoughts create desire, but you don't have to think about it to want food. It's like, you always do have a thought that creates desire for food, by the way, but your body actually needs food. So it's a little bit different. But next time you pay attention, like your next time you want food before you have a desire for it, there will have been a thought in your mind that created a desire for it. Even if you do need it, it's still a thought creating the desire. So just be mindful of that. But when it comes to nicotine, you do not need it. The only reason you want it is because you've been taught to want it. And the beautiful thing about being an adult who is now in my podcast and in my space is that I consider you totally conscious and capable of creating the life that you want. So I'm going to give you the choice. Like, what do you want to believe about nicotine? I genuinely, I'll tell you my beliefs right now. This is why I have no desire. It's because I believe that nicotine doesn't have a purpose in my life. I believe that even if I hit a vape, I'm not going to enjoy it. It's going to make me feel sick. I believe that if I get addicted to nicotine again, it's ultimately going to make my life worse. I believe that life coaches don't have nicotine addiction problems, to be honest with you. I do believe that. So when I see like a life coach who has smoking issues, it's like, I don't really understand how you can tell people how to manage their minds and you can't manage your own. And actually, I haven't run into a life coach who smokes consciously that I'm aware of. Um, but I would say that's a really good place to start. If you want to be a life coach, maybe quit smoking because that's just something I don't see as a life coach doing. So it's just like when it's not even part of my identity, when I don't have any thoughts that are going to lead me to want to create desire for vaping, I genuinely don't have a desire to do it. I can be in a room of people who are vaping. I have no issue whatsoever. There's no inner conflict at all because there's no desire to combat. That's it. You literally can erase the desire to vaping if you can question what you believe about it and decide what you want to believe that serves you. And I promise you, the tobacco companies don't want you to know this. They really don't. And I promise you also, this is the first step to creating the life that you want is to take something that is not serving you and figure out why you have a desire for it and change your thoughts to get rid of the desire. That's life coaching, baby. This is really powerful work. It's the most powerful work. I've looked for about a decade on what the most important thing I could do with my time was. I've searched in over 23 different jobs, two countries, um, a psych degree, the psychiatric hospital. I went there for a year and a half. And the reason I'm a life coach is because this is the most important thing. Without this work and being able to understand how your brain works, you aren't able to create the life that you want the most. So start by questioning what you believe. And whenever you, like, if you're trying to find a belief, just question yourself, what, what are the benefits of vaping in my life? Why do I like vaping? Do I like vaping? Just get really question, like, get really curious about your life and vaping and no judgment, right? There's, we're not allowed to shame and judge. When you bring shame or judgment into the, the work of trying to figure out what you believe, you immediately cut yourself off from actually doing the thought work. You have to just be curious. And you have to not judge yourself and beat yourself up or it's totally going to cancel out any of the work you're doing. When I was quitting vaping, I really questioned myself from such a loving place. Is it possible that I can call myself a life coach and vape? And I'm like, I went through it logically. I'm like, I really don't think I can. Like the whole point of life coaching is managing your emotions and your thoughts. And right now, one of these problems in my life that's really affecting me negatively is coming from the exact work that I'm going to help other people do. So I can't have an addiction and be a life coach. And once I got to that conclusion from a neutral and loving space, it was very easy for me to quit literally the most easy, like the easiest thing I've ever done. I almost said the most easy. <laughs> you don't actually need to desire nicotine. It's just been taught. Desire is learned. Have a fantastic day, guys. What's up, guys? I hope you're enjoying the show and that each episode is bringing you one step closer to becoming a non-listener. If you'd like to take all this information to the next level and finally quit vaping for good, you can check out the course link in my bio. Have a great day. See you next week.